not a ton has been happening in my life except <laughs> oh here we go guess what we're getting on oh, sunday big announcement big announcement meow, 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 meow. <laughs> we are adding a new dog to our lives unreal wow yeah that's crazy how about that welcome back to oops the podcast all right lots to unpack here i got something for you please julio julio i don't know <laughs> where you came up with that Dude, this guy was a huge turkey. What is this, Japan? Which is yep. one of the reasons why I hadn't told you about it. No, and I also just assumed you were saving it for the pod if you were going to tell me. Yeah, yeah. Which, of course you were. Oh, but. yeah. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. I can't believe I can't say happy Thanksgiving. No, but we're keeping all this. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> happy Thanksgiving, everyone, uh, from Oops the Podcast. I'm Julio, joined by Francis. How you doing, buddy? I'm good. I'm, I mean, we're keeping that because I, you know. <laughs> happy I Thanksgiving. Got ripped apart for fucking jerking off by Romeo, Dr. <laughs> Romeo over there. <laughs> that was a fun episode, man. What an interesting, yeah. uh, interesting arc. Yeah, that riled me up. Good. Love I had to, to stand up for myself. I was really enjoying it. But he was great. Yeah, what a treat. Um, if you haven't, go back and listen to our episode on Tuesday with Romeo, my college roommate and uh, troublemaker on Bachelor in Paradise. <laughs> Such a character. I know, man. Um, well, do you have any any final thoughts about that? I wanted to say that the episode we did a couple weeks ago where I talked about him, uh, I kind of take back what I said. Yeah. Which, you know, was that I can't believe he's doing this. He's throwing his life away or whatever. He's made, I thought it was a major career mistake. Mm -hmm. And based on everything he said, it it isn't at all. It sounds like he's doing it for the right reasons and I was wrong. Right, right. And he's having fun and he's not afraid to admit that like he feels, he feels nice to be one of the cool, one of the cool kids. Yeah, yeah. What a, what a cool, you know, I mean, what it has done for him and what it means to him is so is so interesting. So I hadn't I hadn't really considered that, and it reveals the, I guess, myopic side of my own vantage point, <laughs> which I'm embarrassed about. I do. We're comedians, man. We have to sort of do it. To yeah, degree, you know? yeah. We got to shoot from the hip. Yeah. Well, speaking of shooting from the hip, we had a big boys' dinner last oh! week. <laughs> A lot of shooting from the hip going on. Most notably, before we get into more of the details, Ryan just fucking slamming five espresso martinis and being up for 48 hours. I'm meaning to talk to you about that, Ryan. Uh, (laughs) Ryan, you know, we get in there. We we go to Fort Charles Prime Rib. If you don't know about it, well, you're probably never going to figure it out. Um, And we're there. We have a marquee table, 7.15 on a Wednesday. The boys just fucking firing in all cylinders. Ryan, dressed to the nines, he's got a black turtleneck on, sweet sport coat, sort of a herringbone checked he coat. He looks very good. Looking good. He's like an art dealer. G looked great. He looked wet um, <laughs> as his tra- trademark wetness. On brand. Yeah. Chris was looking like a f- sweet DJ, rapper, producer. <laughs> uh, and I was somewhere in the middle. <laughs> We, we go in there like a sweet dj that's amazing yeah sweet dj yeah thanks yeah, yeah. <laughs> um we go in and, and we all order our drinks now it's it's funny to sort of say what everyone ordered for their drinks yeah because we talk about drinking a lot on the pod we do so we you had a negroni did you? Yeah. I thought you had a Mezcal Margarita. Uh, Sorry, mezcal I had a Mezcal Negroni. Mezcal yeah, Negroni. Yeah. Mezcal Negroni. Yeah, he had a Mezcal Negroni. I had the Japanese old-fashioned they have there, which is really a treat. Um, Chris, you had an Allagash White beer, I right? Did. Delicious, yes. from Maine. Yep. <laughs> I only got it because I was with you. I know. I was like, oh, it's Maine. That's oh, a really drinkable beer. That is a deliciously drinkable beer. And then Ryan had an espresso martini, and I thought to myself, oh, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Little did I know that was the first of, how many did you have? I think it was four. Yeah. It was only four. He ordered <laughs> rounds of espresso martinis, <laughs> which I, you know, well is, done. is crazy. It's just crazy. Well, it's funny because you told us at the beginning of the night that you do that, and then your girlfriend gets mad at you because you don't sleep. And he had an early flight the next morning, and he texted us in the middle of the night about how he was not going to be sleeping. Yeah. <laughs> so I wasn't. Can you I was talk not, more into the mic. Yeah. So I had a I had a six a.m. flight to Arizona, and oh I God. just I just <laughs> knew what was going to happen, and I just 
it was just a result of insanity, thinking that I'd have a different result. So I was enjoying the espresso martinis, and then, Francis, you mentioned get a decaf yeah. espresso martini, and then I come home just talking a million miles a minute, <laughs> and I told my girlfriend, I said, Francis said to get like a decaf uh, espresso martini, but I was like, oh, whatever, like it's just, they're tiny, like it's just whatever. And then that's why she got mad, because she said that someone told me to cut back on the, the coffee and the caffeine, and I did not go to sleep. And it was a. Uh, <laughs> Did you not sleep a second that night? Not a second. <laughs> oh my god! Dude. So one o'clock turned into two o'clock, and then three right after, and then four o'clock. I was in the Uber on the way to the airport, and I wasn't hungover or anything, but I definitely was just tired, and my heart was just pounding. <laughs> but I had a great time, and I don't really regret it. So yeah, it was Good fun. I'm all for it, it man. I'm all for it. Good yeah, for no judgment. Yeah, no judgment. I've been dipping into them lately. They're, they've been a lot of fun. <laughs> Gotta hit up. Curate a good it's, evening. It's amazing that that is your drink of choice for the night, though, because I love an espresso martini, especially with our patented oops, oops beans from uh, Brooklyn Roasting Company. Uh, <laughs> don't get me wrong, I love an espresso martini, but I'm I'm a one one of those, and then I'm switching to something else mm-hmm. kind of guy. Yeah, I like them too. But, yeah. Would you drink four? No, because I would just get too paranoid of having some sort of like weird coffee alcohol breath or something. Oh. That like I'm sure isn't a thing, but like that is my thought process. So like I'll have one usually and then, but yeah, I've been, I'm on the Negroni train still. So. Did cool. I have coffee alcohol no, not, breath? Not week? at all. Uh, no. It's me being weird. Um, I also did have one as well. So Ryan wasn't yeah. the only one, but just one. Yeah, one's normal. <laughs> That's good. That's normal behavior. This was a great dinner and a great it was just like we were all drinking eating we were it was very international guys day esque. Mm-hmm. we were giving heartfelt tributes to each other yep. people were holding each other i looked over and chris was just holding francis yeah it was really nice it was very sweet we were passing the <laughs> we were passing the toast torch yes, we yes. Were. and uh each person sort of toasted another member of the crew at length and uh everybody got everybody got everybody felt good I would say I it, was, would agree. it was a nice thing. And Ryan made a great point, which is, you know, after toast number two or three, he said, I'm really glad we're doing this. And I thought he meant the dinner. And he goes, no, no, these toasts, because guys are so afraid to be effusive about one another and <laughs> what with toxic masculinity. But no, nobody at that table, nope. nobody about that table was afraid to tell another man, I love you. That's what IGD is all about. Dude. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> Really is. Absolutely. Yep. Dude, you want to hear something funny? So, and bleep the name out, but I was in Michigan this weekend and I was, was hanging out with old Brent and he was like, oh, you guys have four Charles. Huh? He's like, uh, how'd you get the reservation? <laughs> and I was like, oh, it was like a Francis, a guy from like Francis's golf club. I said the name of the golf club. Brent goes, was the guy's name any chance? Oh my God. He goes, yeah, I've, I've used that reservation before. <laughs> 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 Who doesn't he know? He goes, it's the hottest reservation in town. Oh dude. my God. Brent. I was dying, dude. Wow. I was dying about that. Um, but yeah, that turned into a big night for me, dude. Like after that, I went to like the party that my like agency was throwing for the New York Comedy Festival. Bumped into Francis's manager, who's fucking busting my balls. I'm like, fuck out of here. <laughs> Get out of my face, bro. Uh, but I like, had a big night. Then the next night, I like had another big night. And then I arrived in Michigan Friday morning, and I landed. And I suddenly just like didn't feel 100%. And I was like, god damn it. And like proceeded to like be 60 to 70% max for the entire weekend, uh-huh, which is just like a tough. terrible feeling, dude. But like I get this specific ailment. When my body has t- is telling me to stop, they're like, all right, you're not going to stop on your own. You're on five espresso martinis, stay up all night, no sleep mode. And then it makes me have this specific sickness. What is that? It's like some weird sinus thing hmm. where like I, I just start feeling it deep in my brain. Yeah. And it just like put me down basically. Mm-hmm. I mean, I still was able to like fully maximize and have a great weekend, but like it sucked to not feel 100%. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Has ever happened to you? Well, I'm trying to think. What you know, you know, one thing that I notice after really getting after it for a couple nights in a row is that my skin goes to shit. Um, I don't like break out necessarily, but I get kind of blotchy and puffy, and I look like hell. And I, I just, I feel like I'm wearing a dead man's skin. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, dude, it's funny you say that. I. I did Matt Friend's show, you know Matt, yeah. right? Uh, 
I did his show the night after. Brilliant. Um, yeah, really good impressionist. impressionist yeah. But dude, so they took a photo of me where I look terrible. Oh. And it was like, the, it was the night after. I'm going to show you. <laughs> I saw it and I was like, Jesus, dude, you look rough. <laughs> That is such a bad photo. Can I, looks, I? This is no insult no, no. to Big G. This is the closest I've ever seen you looking like your dad. <laughs> well, that's, that's no knock on my dad. Like, it's I, not. Me looking like my dad is not the problem. My skin just looks terrible. Yeah. I look so like hungover. You basically. just look older. You <laughs> yeah, look older yeah, there. Yeah, that's all old. I mean about the Big no, no, G thing. Okay. Yeah. And I'm very much like I bad photos of myself don't bother me. Like. Yeah. Even if I see somebody post a bad photo of me, I'll still retweet it, bro. Yeah, I'll repost it. It's, it's empowering. I don't mind it. I don't mind bad photos at all, and I I find that so relaxing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you're not worried. We're fuck. you're not worried about one slipping through that didn't get your vote of confidence. Yeah, totally. Um, but anyway, yeah. So like, and it's one one thing that's interesting about performing stand up. In a way, if you're performing sick, or like not a hundred percent, like it actually gives you a little break from being sick because while you're performing, you're just like not sick. Mm. Like the adrenaline of performing as minor as it might be with all the shows that we've done. Like for that hour, I like felt completely fine. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Which is such an interesting. So allow me to, to do a moment of what we did at Fort Charles, which is to say that I watched Julio's set last night at the stand and really enjoyed it really i really enjoyed it i didn't feel that like i had sharp last night so it's nice of you to say that you have some new stuff that i hadn't heard Mm. a lot yeah almost all of it oh really um which clearly you're just churning shit out because you're on the road so much trying man uh the stuff i'm not I don't want to give anything away. You can. The shower you stuff like the shower Thank you. is unbelievable. Thank you. And I was just sitting there being like, yeah, uh, uh, why, why hasn't people, why haven't people done this? You know what I mean? <laughs> like uh, that, Thank that you. feeling. Thank you. Why haven't people talked about this in comedy? Um, so if you get the chance, Julio is on the road all the time. You guys should absolutely go see him. He's I'm in Chicago this weekend, Saturday a, night. A master of Thank the art man. form. Go to the Den Theater. very nice of you, bro. I appreciate it. Thank you. And go to notjulio.com to get tickets. I appreciate it, man. Thank yeah. you. Very cool, man. Um, so, and by the way, what a relief to really like my podcast co-host <laughs> comedy. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like if so, one of us quietly sucked at it, Mm-hmm. it'd be weird i would i this is what i'll say i think it would be weirder if i if you thought i sucked i think that would be the weird thing like i think that like i could completely get over me not thinking you were funny. <laughs> <laughs> i i do think you're funny i really do and i mean that i think i could get over it too but yeah. uh you know i always knew you were good but you know man it's a, just like really enjoy your partner's you, comedy that's it's, very nice it's like uh I don't know. I don't know how to describe it. Is it is a nice thing. I yeah. agree. And I remember like when we were kind of toying with the idea of doing the pod initially, I remember having that thought. Being like, oh, this isn't like a force at all. Like, I think Francis is funny. Yeah. I like his brand of comedy. I like his, especially the stuff that's like only jokes that you could have told. I'm like, that's nice to be able to yeah. do that. You know? I, I've, um, I've really been uh, sort of trying to find a new story to start working on. Oh, like for just new new bits. Yeah, uh, but guys, Black Friday is upon us, and Rule of Threads oh, is crushing it with a big sale. There's a they Black are. Friday sale of twenty five percent off of site wide. Stock up for the holidays with t shirts and polos for family gatherings. Not to mention hoodies, pants, and Rule of Threads clothing is really really nice for a sort of mixed activity day. If you're doing Christmas. If you're going to have a day where you're going to be lounging in the morning, but out and at it in the afternoon, Rule of Threads have, has you covered for an outfit you can wear for that entire day. Mm. I love the matching sort of like hoodie and jogger combo. Yeah. Uh, really swag, really solid, really versatile. Highly recommend. These days have gotten so uncertain. We don't know what we're going to do at nighttime. When we get dressed in the morning time. <laughs> this is true. I, I find myself going out thinking, my God, I have to wear something that could fit in all kinds of different environments. And to me, Rule of Threads covers that in a big way. Big time. Clean, premium menswear basics. Uh, just for the, the cool dude on the run. 
You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. For the cool dude on the run. Bouncing you got to have around. yourself some rule threads. It is just really solid fit. Really cool. I've gotten t- tons of compliments on mine. Um, we really think you're going to like it if you haven't had any yet. But right now, go to the Rule of Threads website. 25% off site-wide on everything you need. Rule of Threads. It's the best. Not a ton has been happening in my life except... <laughs> oh, here we go. Guess what we're getting on oh, Sunday. Big announcement. Big announcement. Meow, 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 meow. <laughs> we are adding a new dog to our lives. Unreal. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. How about that? Are you excited? We are very excited. We are we are like kids on Christmas Eve. <laughs> yeah. We're looking at each other and we start smiling and we're like That's five more really days. Fun. Five That's more really days till we pick her up. So what's the deal with her? So we're getting an English setter. Um I, I don't to, it's, I have it's, to Google that. I can't say that I don't I don't think it's a super well known breed, to be honest with you. Um but we made this decision to uh, get a dog. Kojai is the love of our lives. He's 10. Um, and we, you know, we think it would be great if he could show a new puppy the ropes. With that said, it certainly is in my mind that, uh, yeah, go to the one of the, oh, wow. of the white ones in the middle. That one. Perfect. The one you had. No, the one to the right. Yeah, that's oh, what they're going to look like. How, yeah. So how big are, how big is that dog? They're I think the the girls get to be like forty five pounds, oh, wow. fifty. They're not small, but they're not you know like friggin' Great Danes or anything like that. Is I, there any conventional wisdom on like how to get two dogs who are kind of cohabitating to get along? Dude, we Sierra's been making me listen to this Caesar Milan book. About that? She just puts it on when we're in the living room, even without me wanting to listen <laughs> so it to it. it sinks in. It's dog theory. Wow. It's very, you know, it's homework. Yeah. But it's like <laughs> the the science that he has behind how you introduce a new dog to your dog. Uh, and and it, it's, it's like, it sounds like introducing, you know, if you're a Russian czar and you have a daughter that you want to marry the 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 son of the you know austro hungarian empire <laughs> to like create a power balance or something yeah, like right, that right. the the sort of the dance of all of that right. um we're supposed to bring kojai outside so that the new dog can meet him on neutral terms oh wow and not bring the dog into the house but even i mean dude it it is endless crazy the sort of yeah the protocols for all of this but we really care about having a well-behaved dog. Of course, yeah. And it basically, it means I'm going to have to not be able to play with it the way that I want to for a while. So are you guys like sending it to like doggy boarding school? No, we're going to oh, wow. kind of own it ourselves. Cool. We're going to own the, the, the teaching of it. But, you know, I like to get on the ground and roll around and yeah. wrestle with the dogs. Uh-huh. But I can't do that with a puppy because it'll confuse it. Got it. And we, you know, I can't let it chew on my tough. fingers, even though that's probably my favorite thing. That's going to be tough. That's my favorite thing is to have I the like doggy little dog teeth chewing on my, <laughs> my fingers. It's my favorite. So how small is the puppy? It's probably so cute. It's like uh, nine weeks right now. Oh, oh loud. And yeah, big floppy ears and cute yeah. face. We have some pictures, but I just want to introduce you guys to it when when we get her. Do you know what you're going to name her, or does she already? We have have a couple thoughts, but I I don't know that we've settled, so I'm not going to. Once we once we officially have her, I think we have to try a few on for size. How does that work? Like, does does she have a like sort of interim name at the moment? She may. Yeah, she may. The breeder is not foisting that on on stuff. I'll tell you what. What I really like, Mm. right? Are, Are they as good as your childhood names, or they're a little more? Um, they're a little more worldly. Oh, nice! A little more mature. <laughs> David. Yeah. By the way, have I told you the story of the stuffed animals we got from Bush Gardens? I think so, but it's really funny, and I want to hear the, it again. Uh, we went to Bush Gardens when I was a kid in Florida, and they had two marquee attractions: the white Siberian tiger and the orange tiger. And then, of course, they sold stuffed animals based on those two animals in the gift shop. And my sister bought the white. And I bought the orange. And she named the white one Bushy after Bush Gardens. Well done. And I named mine Bush Garden Guy. (laughs) (laughs) 
You're one of the great namers, dude. It's so it's so funny. It's Bush Garden guy. It is so literal. <laughs> I mean, it is full blown, dude. It's so funny. <laughs> I'm, I'm naming it what I. It's like I read it on the fucking name tag. That is so funny. <laughs> All right, so the name that I like right now for our new puppy is Rhubarb. <laughs> That's good. Ruby? Po- what we would call a ruby for uh, sure. Very cute. Yeah. That's very uh, cute. Yeah. Like Ruby's nice, right? But um I Sierra doesn't want the origin to be rhubarb. She thinks that's absurd. <laughs> I like it. She likes Ruby a lot, but only Ruby. It's best of both worlds. I like rhubarb because I like rhubarb pie. And, and no one she, will ever call her rhubarb unless you're at the vet. I'm gonna call her rhubarb to annoy Sierra. <laughs> And then she makes the point that rhubarb is poisonous to dogs, which Ooh. I think she actually looked up to try to prevent us from naming the dog rhubarb. But I am going to call it rhubarb in my spare time. That's really funny. Yeah. So we're getting the dog. Um, and dude, let me tell you something. The process of acquiring a dog, especially one that is beloved in sort of a niche category and is not as easy to find as, say... This a is lab, probably expensive, Labrador. Right? Florida. I, I mean, it's not in like the top ten most expensive dog breeds. Okay. Um, there are some that get up to like ten grand. Jesus. I think I think Frenchies are really expensive I think too. So too. Yeah. But it's so it's not as bad as that. Okay. Um, but there's a big range for them. Um, and I think we're getting one that's like on the more expensive side of it, and all of that comes from the crazy list of accolades that this breeder has won from showing the sire and the dam, the mom and the father from which she breeds. Is is that the name of dogs that you breed from? Yeah. Um, This was all new to me. But, like, dude, you go on her website. First of all, all these breeders have the most unadvanced websites you've ever seen (laughs) but that's a good sign i've learned it seems you're trying to avoid these puppy mills right where they're just churning them out and they're they're breeding with like incest and you know you get you get dogs that have a lot of health problems hips hip dysplasia things like this deafness whatever that and you have to screen for it and breeding is a huge art or it's a science rather and and you want you know, some family in Vermont that has these beautiful dogs and does like one litter a year or every two years or whatever and is very careful about pairing the puppies with the families. So that was, we spoke to a lot of different breeders, some in California, Oregon. And one thing that stood out to me was that some breeders were like really, really keen to learn about us to be very careful about making sure we were the right fit for the puppy. Oh, interesting. And then some were just like, yeah, just come out here and get it. That's the price. And that was a bad sign. Right. You liked the vetting process. Yeah, you want to know that they... Because like one woman was like, We've, if you, we have a, this lifetime policy where if at any point you decide you don't want the dog anymore, you have to give it back to us. And we will take it, like we, wow. will, we will rear it, we will you know, raise it, till it for the rest of its life. Wow. She said she'd given a, a dog to someone in Australia and found out that it was not a good situation. She flew over there, bought it back, had to have it boarded in like Atlanta and shipped back oh and cost her eighteen thousand dollars of her own money. Oh my god. All this crazy stuff. But that's, that's nice. Yeah. Then the other thing is, you know, you they send you photos all the time. And that's kind of fun. Uh, but this dog in particular is, it's known as a, it's a retrieving dog. It's a hunting dog, a bird hunting dog. Oh, nice. Um, and so you can teach it to point dog. and flush. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out bird dog. I'll probably oh, wear yeah. some bird dog pants in my, while, while I hunt, but I'm not a hunter, but you know, flush the birds, pheasants and, and then, and then retrieve them after you shoot them dead out of the sky. <laughs> and so I think that's cool, but I don't think I can kill a bird I'm sorry i'm just too much of a bitch um and so we're gonna take it hunt uh hiking and stuff like that but then it's also incredibly calm in an apartment or in a small place and can Great. be inside and 
really good with family and stuff. But good they, to like, good to explore all those different things. Too, yeah, the variables. And you read about you don't all want a dog to eat your fucking couch because he's been walked enough. You know right. what I mean, like a husky. Right, and that was why we moved away from an Irish setter because they require so much more exercise. Mm-hmm. So we in in finally we um, you know this one breeder we were talking to was really emphasizing how good they are with with families with kids, and she's got young kids, and so she started sending us pictures of the dogs. And then she started sending us pictures of the dogs, like, licking her young kids' faces. And then she started just sending us pictures of the kids, <laughs> which was weird. I was like, wait a second. What? Are you giving them away? What? I don't want your fucking son. What the fuck is this? Why are you? I'm not proud of your kids. I don't care what they are doing uh, what great. why don't 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 give me family portraits that's amazing dude so that's really funny you get to know these breeders we had to really really interview and prove our worth to this family that's great and it was all sierra i mean she talked to her for like hours on the phone oh and uh there was a long waiting list but based on sierra's incredible charm and you know her viability as a, a dog mom she said she called us on saturday as we were like you know in bed basically getting up and was like i've got some good news you know i think nice. i have a puppy for you and wow. like sierra started crying oh my god and it was dude. just fucking epic dude it was a great oh moment uh and so we're gonna drive up there and uh it's in north northwest connecticut and we're gonna get our our puppy on that sunday so fun, man. Oh where where i'm not gonna get you know uh, just being, it doesn't matter. I do know the name, and now I can't remember it. I'll, um, I'll find it for you. Right. Beautiful area. The drive will be nice, I'm sure. Yeah. Even though we're toward the end of the foliage. No. You, you happen to miss the peak foliage, man. Fuck my Both life, dude. Fuck that shit. So funny. Um, Fucking foliage. Well, dude, congratulations, man. That's Thanks. really great. Really great news. Yeah, you guys will meet Ruby, if that's what we end up naming her. Um, Rhubarb. Very exciting. The I had like a nice fall activity unfold as well. So... We were in Michigan. I have a lot of friends from Michigan. So first of all, Brent is part of the reason why. Like Brent, who I met in college, he was across the hall from me. Classic. He was, he'd kind of like walk around in his robe and (laughs) dude, it was so funny. And like, he'd come in my room, like, uh, this guy I was roommates with was in his finance class. He'd be like, Hey, uh, Jamie, you got the homework for the, uh, he'd like want to talk about like the finance homework. And me and him would just end up being like the last people awake on the floor every night. And we just like play cards and dick around and we just became really good friends. So he'd like recruit me to come out to Michigan. This is one of like the great things about him as a friend is he likes to like introduce his friends to each other. So I have this like whole web of like Michigan friends now. A lot of them came to the show. Thank you guys for coming. The show is amazing, by the way. Um, and on Sunday, we all went over uh, Brent's friend, but our friend Michael's house uh, for like a brunch. And they had this whole thing. As Brent would say, they're going to have a great spread. Great spread. <laughs> uh, we, but we get over there, man. And there's this like whole thing. And it's like a bunch of young people. And like some of them, you know, Michael and his he has a family, like his kids and like a couple of people there with their kids. But then there's like me and Brent and like a couple other people. And just like a nice gathering of friends just hanging out at this sort of like low stakes, easy brunch. And it was like the most chill fucking afternoon, dude. It's nice. And I just saw the like the the wheels turning in hill dog's brain of like isn't this nice yeah you know and she's right it is it is and it's like i i of course would like that and she's not like by any means pushing for us to like buy a house and move to the suburbs oh that is what i thought it was just as basic as a a brunch at a in a home it was but but it hits different when you're in a big house and you're fireplace and dude so cozy so chill like everything's just so easy and it's like the amount of money you spend in New York to live in a thousand square feet, like how far that goes mo- in most of the world, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? It's pretty, bre- it's pretty like insane comparison. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, so we're kind of just like talking about that. She in no way is like, let's do it. But mm-hmm. like, she was right. I'm like sitting there. I'm like, man. And then I start thinking, I'm like, how successful would I have to be in order for this to be a realistic thing that I could be doing? Mm-hmm. And the answer is very (laughs) just in terms of like taking myself out of the mix the mix is so important as a comedian and the stage i feel that i'm at in my career and you know in order to get to that point in your career where you can kind of 
chappelle it and live in the middle of ohio yeah you have to and, and you don't have to be that big but even like a nate bargazzi yeah. who like lives in nashville or to live in like a smaller market like you have to hit a very high level of success yeah yeah you know yeah i i agree i agree i uh I sure you think about this. I do. Um, yeah, I feel a bit handcuffed to New York City, so I choose to to enjoy it. I choose to look at it as a place that I really like, and whether I actually believe that, I don't know. Yeah, I'm I don't not know. So sure. I don't know how. I mean, going to Maine in fucking quarantine was like a deeply shaking experience. It yeah. shook my belief system because of how much I liked being in the woods you know fresh air green all that shit it, it it bothered me yeah and i just have tucked that memory and thought deep back into my subconscious because i don't have time i don't have time to reckon with it yeah uh, right now i i just convince myself that i have to be here and therefore how great is it to have such a plethora of restaurant options to have your friends so nearby totally all of these things it's vibrant keeps you young it's all it, there's all great things about it but it, it reminded me this whole thought process just reminded me about the conversation we had about like the seventy thousand dollar thing mm-hmm. about like beyond like up if you get to seventy thousand dollars versus like and, and let's not use that specific number there's some study about like Above, you know, $100,000 a year, I'm sure where you matter, live matters, whatever. It's hard to like have money make you happier. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking about the specifics of that and it started to like make more sense. So specifically, okay. So I'm making more money the last couple of years than I have been in the past, right? But like now my sort of lifestyle has leveled up a bit too, right? So even at what point do you have like an abundance of money that isn't now just going towards the next stage of like living. So it's like, oh, you have all this more money now. Guess what? Your kids are going to private school now. Yeah. There's 40 grand a year or whatever, however much that fucking costs. Dude, I don't know if it ever ends meets I don't unless know. you just somehow hit an absolute yeah. grand slam and yep. have a check, like go from one year making X to the next year, multiplying that such that you know, you, your lifestyle hasn't changed so much in such a short period of time. Right. And the thing that's so funny about it too, is like the guys who achieve that. And I know, you know, I'm not about to speak for every rich man in the world, but like they either give all their fucking money away, which is like eye opening or they, it's still not enough for them. Yeah. And they're still cheating the tax codes. So they yeah. can buy seven Lamborghinis or whatever. And they're bothered by the taxes. Right. Yeah. Right. And it's like, Wow, like mm-hmm. what a what a mind fuck money is. Hey Francis. What? Wake up and smell the coffee, pal. I have. <laughs> and I love it. Brooklyn Roasting Company, man. What a fine product. Yeah, we just got a new haul. We got a bunch more. Uh love our oops beans. I every time I get those cans in my hand, the graphic, the colors I makes know. me really proud. It's a triumphant moment for two podcasters to have such a fine product as uh as a you know branded thing well said it's great man. well said we love our coffee from one of the most esteemed roasteries in the eastern seaboard <laughs> on the eastern seaboard uh we love brooklyn roasting company i've been to the plant they run a really good ship over there yeah and brooklyn roasting company what is this japan yeah because guess what they got a store there too they sure do it's a global brand they're yep. everywhere people the the cat's out of the back big in japan like that song um <laughs> <laughs> we love everything about our coffee, and we hope that you guys do too. And you can go to brooklynroasting.com right now. Use promo code OOPSBEANS. Try to find our coffee, the OOPSBEANS. You'll love it. We promise. Uh, get yourself 5% off using promo code OOPSBEANS, brooklynroasting.com. <laughs> I know. I know, man. Yeah, you know, I, I, you made an interesting point. I'm thinking about what part, what time in my life did I feel like, oh, my God. I have more money than I know what to do with. And I think it was like when I when I probably started, you know, I remember I I worked at a canoe and kayak rental place one summer. I remember I know which I think I've told you, know, you about. I played pianos. Well. Yeah, I yeah. got and have, <laughs> that summer I was making like 7.50 an hour. What? $7.50 an hour. Not 700 <laughs> I'm not a fucking lawyer. white collar lawyer. <laughs> a spine surgeon here, Chris. <laughs> at 16 
No, but I was doing. I was being seven dollars fifty cents an hour, and you know the theory was that some of these people would tip, but they didn't because mm. it was free for them to use yeah. the kayaks and rentals. So like they didn't think whatever. So, um, I mean, it was making nothing, and then all of a sudden, I met this kid who brought me to this really fancy hotel that was nearby, and one I sat down and played the piano. I've told this story, and I went from making seven fifty an hour to I think a hundred an hour, fifty or something. Right. What did I? I can't, uh, I think 50 sounds right. 50 was, I think it was 50. I would, but I would do multiple hours. Yeah. And I, I, I still kept the canoe and kayak job, but yeah. all of a sudden it was as if I was adding like five more days to my week. Yeah. And that go, that all goes straight to the discretionary spending budget. Yeah. There's no overhead. There's no expenses. Just you just buy CDs. Toys. Toys. Yeah. <laughs> buying toys. Lots of toys. You yeah. know, who gives a shit? Totally. Fucking awesome. At that age. That was the age. You know what it was for me? It was the beginning of the pandemic because I still wasn't paying rent and I just suddenly had this huge cash windfall of all these commercials and shit oh, happening. Oh, it's nice. So like I had money coming in during the pandemic and like my lifestyle didn't, not only did it not change, it like took a couple steps backward because you couldn't do anything. Yeah. So, like, I was crushing it for a second. I was like, this is sick. I'll quickly ended, But mm. it was sweet. Um, yeah. Who knows, dude? You got to get, you know, it's weird, dude. I've, I, I know we talk about spending a lot, but I have cut back on my spending so dramatically over the last two months since we got back from our honeymoon. And it's because I've realized I know that there are gigantically expensive things coming, barreling towards us. Um, whether it's all this dog shit, but you just get to a point where you finally do realize that if things are quiet now and you have some extra money, it's not going to last. Right, right, right. Don't, don't act like this something is, bad's coming. Something's coming. Yeah. Somebody's coming for you <laughs> or something shiny's coming. Somebody's coming. You're going to want something like I can't even go to Soho anymore. <laughs> because to walk by the monker store like i just i can't I, I refuse to even get off the train in that neighborhood keep francis out of the montclair store man that's so funny yeah um dude yeah i feel you um okay side note this is kind of funny i so hillary was also not feeling well over the weekend like completely different thing she had like a stomach thing that was like intense for a short period of time whatever so it was unclear if hillary was even going to come to the show and I had a couple openers and one of them was asking about her and I mentioned, I'm like, oh, like she has a little bit of a stomach thing. And she goes, oh, she goes, she must be really skinny then. She's like, you know, skinny girls are always the ones that have stomach problems. Like joking around. I think that's sort of like a viral thought. Oh, that's really? Going around this say, idea what that an odd the hottest people thing. have the worst stomachs. I don't whatever. So I then wanted to defend Hillary. But it came out in this way where I was like, she was, I was like, oh, she's not that skinny. Don't worry. I'm like, <laughs> I, knew you I cannot that. believe I just said that out loud. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. like, she, she's, of course, is skinny. But yeah. like an insane defending your girlfriend by saying she's not skinny. Yeah. I can't like that would almost be a riddle. <laughs> Give a scenario in which you could say your girlfriend isn't skinny that would be defending her. Oh, my yeah. God. I just don't know. I don't know how you can, uh, how you can answer that question. That's too hard. Yeah, dude. I know. You know, she must be really skinny to have all these stomach problems. <laughs> no, she has a perfectly healthy appetite. People just get sick sometimes. <laughs> That's like a kindergarten teacher answering it. I don't know, dude. It's so funny. Yeah. Um. Well, it was nice to have her on the road. I've never brought her on like a quote road weekend. Hmm. That's like a conventional road weekend in that I'm staying in a hotel. I have my little and I realize I have a little bit of a routine. Oh. Do, do you? Do you have a? I do. and it, But it's changed a lot. Uh -huh. I haven't actually been on the road in a while. Yeah. But, um, uh -huh. but yeah, I, I, I want to hear yours. I don't know. Mine's pretty basic. But like typically, um, uh, typically I like to try to get a little bit of a... a nap-ish sort of event in the day of the show, in the afternoon, mm. whether it be before the show or earlier in the afternoon if we have activities or whatever. And then that's pretty much it. <laughs> that's the entire routine. Then I, sh I go to the club. <laughs> that's not a routine. <laughs> I like to bring, my, I like to bring a, uh, a Bluetooth speaker. I like to try to get there a little bit early, you know, settle in, hang out, play some music, chill, and then 
do the show, and that's it. That's my entire routine. That's cool. But that's a routine. Yeah, I guess that's true. <laughs> a that's little, a routine. It's a loose routine. I like to do... A, I try to... Now I try to do one thing that's explorative. Oh, cool. Um, whether it's, uh, you know, in in you, you going to a historic site, a little bit like you, yeah. probably more veering towards museums, though, than mm-hmm. national parks. Um, I try to eat at basically the best restaurant in the entire city. That's a good move. Because I just don't want, I don't want to eat shit. And these places I'm going to, a lot of the time, the best restaurant is not a super expensive place. It's not like insane. It's like a family owned Greek place. Nice. Right. You know what I mean? Because I'm going to small towns, small markets and stuff. You know, the most expensive restaurant in Syracuse is not... It's not that expensive? Well, I, you know, it's not like New York or Chicago or something like mm-hmm. that. You know, I'm buckling up for it. Right, right. Um, So, yeah, I do that. Uh, and I go early. I go early. I go at five. Right. Because we got to be at the club by totally. seven. Get a reservation anywhere. Yeah, just go up, sit alone, sit at the counter, see what's going on. People watch. Uh, I work out in the hotel gym. And I just try to be outside. Yeah. Because it's easy to just live in your dark, air-conditioned, Holiday Inn hotel room yeah. all day. So, it's funny. People, I, I find that, I, I I might be making assumptions, but I think that sometimes people like to bring me on the road because they know, like before I was doing my own shows, like people would bring me because they would know that if they brought me, there was a 0% chance of that happening. Yeah. And even if, if they were insistent on that's the day they want to have, certain people that I've opened for sort of famously don't like going out a ton. and. I'm down to sit on the couch and watch seven episodes of Breaking Bad. Like, I'll do whatever you want. It's yeah. your weekend. But if they're like, what should we do? They know that I'm going to be like, oh, <laughs> let's do this. Chris has seen me in action. Yeah, funny you should ask. Pulls out a map with like tourist attractions. But it's fun for me too because the thing that I typically want to do a lot of the time will be a little random. So a person who's like down to do something but doesn't know what to do, I'm potentially a good addition to that. Totally. I've also noticed, and can you guys give me some some background into this? Um, People love it when I'm drinking. When they see that I'm drinking, they are so excited and it makes me wonder, like, am I just unbearable sober or something? (laughs) No. (laughs) No. You're just a great drinker. I'm a good hang. You're, you're just, but you, there's never. You're very, you're very disarming. Alcohol with. It you, doesn't you. send you in the wrong direction as right. far as I've seen. I don't think so. Ever. No. Whereas I'm not, it's not always a guarantee that booze is going to make me happier. Yeah. But does it ever make you like shittier to be around? Not really. It just, it can make me quieter and withdrawn and sort of. It speeds up your timeline. It might. I'm tired. Tired right. for sure. Right. And then I just don't talk much and then people because I'm a pretty garrulous person normally people realize like wow, he's not talking. Right, 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 right. What's wrong? <laughs> and then it's like I just need to go home and then people are like, "Well, come on, we'll stay for one more drink." Thinking that that's going right, to Right, right, solve it. It's like you you've just made it 10 times worse. <laughs> well, it's funny you mention that because after my show, I like Normally, I'm down to like have a night, uh, but in this, I was a little tired. I was still open to it, and especially because like I had a big chunk of friends who came, and like I wanted to hang out with them, of course. But to like all be at a place in our lives now where they were all tired and wanted to leave, I was like, "What a godsend!" It's great. <laughs> like I nothing, don't... nothing makes me happier than finding out that the people I'm hanging out with are yeah. tired. And my show was early, by the way. Shout out Blind Pig in Ann Arbor. What a great venue. Amazing turnout, dude. Like mm-hmm. one of the biggest turnouts I've had for a one night. Oh, I think. hell like, yeah. It dude. was sick. We crushed it. Um, and, you know, it's nice to take that gamble when you do, when you arrange shows in a certain way. There's a way that you can do it where, like, as long as you're selling tickets, it makes sense to do fewer shows. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. you're not sure you're going to. So thank you. I wasn't, it was unclear to me that, like, we were going to crush it in Ann Arbor. Uh, and shout out to JQ, one of the her openers. She had a bunch of people. Or one of my openers had a bunch of people come. That's really uh, nice. But also, just like the Oops Squad showed up in troves too. So it was nice to see all you guys there, guys. If you're looking for a good gift to get your parents or loved ones, the Skylight Frame is really a perfect, uh, a perfect option. I gotta be honest. I think it's good for people of all ages. Mm-hmm. Like, I agree. It's nice to be able to just see a bunch of pictures. Yeah, especially I have, we have so many photos from our honeymoon 
and it, we can't display them all. Totally. So to have a rotating carousel, exactly. you, it gives you that memory that, oh, look at that. Oh, yeah, nice. Totally. And not to mention, like when you actually have to physically curate a collection, it's better than just having your camera roll attached to your TV screensaver because you don't know what pictures are going to pop up during mm-hmm. that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's nice to just have uh, this option. Uh, it's a game changer for sharing pictures with mom, dad, grandmother, etc. We all live many hours away from each other. And although, you know, we text pictures, I don't print them for them. You know what I mean? Right. With this frame, they love getting new pictures of their grandkids weekly, having them displayed in the living room. Great way to stay connected. And you can send them from wherever mm-hmm. uh, if you haven't gathered that. Skylight Frame is a photo frame that you can update instantly by email from anywhere on the planet. A great way to feel close to those that you love, even when you're separated. And it sets up effortlessly in under one minute. Just plug it in, use the touch screen to connect your wireless network and enjoy. Anybody can do it. Mm. Anybody. Mm. Uh, really great. It's also 100% satisfaction guaranteed. If you don't love your Skylight Frame, they'll offer you a full refund. Now, as a special offer, you can get $15 off of your purchase of a Skylight Frame when you go to skylightframe.com, enter code OOPS. That's right. To get 15% off of your purchase of a Skylight Frame, just go to skylightframe.com, enter code OOPS. That's S-K-Y-L-I-G-H-T-F-R-A-M-E.com, promo code OOPS. Get yourself a Skylight Frame for you and your loved one. So, dude, so on the flight there, mm-hmm. I had the like good plain Wi-Fi. You know what I'm talking about where it's like five bucks and you can stream. Oh. It's not just like the free message pass or $20 for the whole flight bullshit. Yeah. This is like full stream. So like I got really obsessed with this one particular Spanish language music video. Hillary always gives me shit for being for saying Spanish music. She'd be like, these people are from Puerto Rico. That's wrong. I'm like, okay, fine. But you know what I mean? She's like, it's Spanish language music. Wait, wait, wait. So now we joke Spanish language music. What, what, what? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know about this. So, okay. So, for example, Bad Bunny is from Puerto Rico, right? And he's not singing in he's Spanish? He's singing in Spanish. But she's saying that if by saying Spanish music, I'm making it sound like he is Spanish. From Spain. From Spain. I don't mean it that mm. way. And I don't think it's that high stakes of a thing, but she's a corrector. So, like, if I'm saying something wrong, she's going to tell me. And Spanish language is the all-encompassing term I for, I don't, for yeah. countries that speak Spanish. Like, it it, it makes sense. Yeah. She's not, this isn't, like, a big deal. She's not, like, but we joke now. We're, like, Spanish language music. I like that. Spanish yeah. language music. So, anyway, I was watching this same video, music video over and over and over again. I was actually just showing Chris at the beginning of recording and Ryan. And it's this guy. His name is Anuel A.A. He's a, you know, Puerto Rican kind of like trap artist, reggaeton That's not the guy you dressed up with. That is the guy who I dressed up for. That's what I thought. For Halloween. Yeah. 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 Sorry. Okay. So anyway, I have to explain that, especially when I was in costume, I had to. Who are you? Are you Bad Bunny? No, I'm this guy. Look, let me Google it real quick. This was a good idea. Uh, So anyway, I'm watching his music video on repeat and he's kind of just like, he's driving this like, you know, Mercedes truck and he keeps looking at like at the side and like gesturing and like making rapper gestures like pointing at his head doing the hand thing and i'm watching the video and i guess without like realizing it just doing this i'm doing the finger thing and hillary's like can you please stop this is really embarrassing i'm like honestly like no i'm gonna continue doing yeah. it so then for the rest of the flight i was just going I don't know, it was love probably, that it's probably embarrassing but it was a good moment dude <laughs> this that's fantastic I'm glad. and I'm glad like let me tell you something i on the corner of my street so a hundred yards from the exit of my building where i live there were four guys filming a rap music video oh, sick. and <laughs> they clearly weren't big time uh-huh. because they had one guy filming them with what was little better than like an old digital camera oh wow I mean, you know, it was it was it was probably like a DSLR or something, but it wasn't right. There's no dolly. There was no yeah. There wasn't a stabilized. You're just holding it in his hands. No glide like, cam. Yeah. Like oh yeah, that. yeah. <laughs> you know, with the with the thing that and they're like arced around yeah. it, being very <laughs> demonstrative. And they had their car parked, and they had the trunk open, and they were playing the music from the car. So that they could lip sync in right, the proper right, 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 time right. with gotta do it. the song. Yeah, to do it. Um, and people were walking by with you know golden retrievers and stuff, and we're like walking in and out of the music video. <laughs> like I walk by with Kojai, and I'm like, do they want? us in this <laughs> do i need to sign a waiver this isn't that hard <laughs> yeah. that we're showing that they're in like this 
family neighborhood. Yeah, <laughs> you know right, what I mean. Right, right. Like I, but but they were being very hard. They were going hard. I don't know. I just I thought it was very funny, and you know they were at it for a while, and uh, I just I couldn't imagine why they had chosen that spot for their music right. video. They pro- hopefully they shot it at like a few different locations and won't use that piece. But if you see Francis in a rap video, please send it along. Yeah. <laughs> we would love to see it. Yeah. Exactly. Um, all right, well dude, happy Thanksgiving. Yeah. Happy Thanksgiving to everyone. Uh before we wrap it up, some facts with Ryan if we got them. We got a couple today. Right. Uh the World Health Organization says that we should have no more than two standard espresso martinis regularly. <laughs> or <laughs> At least no more than four in a 24-hour period. Okay. So right. in the clear. You're yeah. Did you make that, that up so it fits your... Own. your... <laughs> no. Yeah. That was, was like Sierra researching rhubarb, dude. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's what was going on there. Yeah. You, 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 you've read that your own way. <laughs> <laughs> uh, rarest dog breed. The Norwegian Lund, uh, Lundenhund? Lundhund. Hund. Lundhund. <laughs> <laughs> and the most expensive dog breed is the Tibetan Mastiff. Ah, uh, mm. makes sense. That's a big boy. Wait, what was the first? The first one was what? The Norwegian Lund. Is that the cheapest? Hunt. That's the rarest. H U N D is the rarest dog breed. Ah, H U N D. Yes. Hund. Lund. <laughs> and the most expensive is the Tibetan Mastiff. 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 Jesus. Yeah, Christ, and those are right. huge. <laughs> Doing my. Doing my best. <laughs> All right, thanks, buddy. Dogs, dogs are not his thing. Dogs. Apparently. A uh, mastiff is a very common breed, but no, I'm not going to give you shit. Do you not have dogs, your fam? I had a Karen Terrier. Oh, nice. You sit. That's cool. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. A well, Karen Terrier? Yeah, is that wrong? Is it called a Karen Terrier? Yeah. K A R E N? Yeah, it starts with a C. I pronounce words incorrectly no, no. sometimes, but I'm going to say it. I'm not saying that's wrong. I'm that's, saying that's, I'm right, sure no that's right. You, I just hadn't heard of it, and I didn't know there was such a thing as a Karen Terror. I'm picturing a dog that has sort of poofy braids and goes into like bodegas and asks for the manager. No, the Karen Terrier was uh, the dog from The Wizard of Oz. That type Got of dog. It. I see. Tiny Got little it. Karen Terrier. Got it. Very I see. cute. Um, excellent um, guys come to see me Saturday night if there are tickets left uh, at the Den Theater in Chicago uh, we're going to have Matt Friend and Ted Jones in the mix it's nice. going to be a big night Hell yeah! Uh, really looking forward to it it's going to be a really special show uh, please come cool uh, my tour is, is at, we're adding stuff guys we're adding we just added Nashville we've added Atlanta uh, it's building out so I'll start putting those dates up soon just get excited about it okay I have a couple dates on my website already, but we're going to really brand it and, and sell the hell out of this. So hope to see you guys there. That's in the new year. Uh, FrancisEllis.com. And uh, thanks, guys. We'll see you soon.